Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, Bobby, this week we are at a mansion, and this is this is like mansion, all caps, capital, <laughs> capital M. If you think of like the most opulent mansion you could imagine in Milwaukee, this just might be it on Lake Drive in Whitefish Bay near Lexington Avenue. It's on the market right now for $6.95 million, and this is the the Eline Mansion, Bobby. This is the place that's a mansion even to people who own mansions, <laughs> yeah. right? This is like if you own a mansion, this is the place you look at and you're like, wow, someday. <laughs> right? And you were able to, I, I, this was such a cool detail that you that you found is when they built this mansion originally in 1917, the original plans were like more than 100 pages because there was so much detail really everywhere throughout this mansion. Yeah, it was like bound into a book. <laughs> and the house is, and the house, I feel, I feel silly calling it a house, but the house is uh, nearly 14,000 square feet and it's on three acres of land. So it's really like an estate almost, you know, and it's right on the lake. So just really stunning. So what are some of the, the main features? You got a chance to look inside and there's some really incredible pictures from in there. Obviously it's on the market, so it is spiffed up and, and looking really great. What what really sticks out to you, Bobby, about well, this mansion? Well, of, of the sort of modern amenities, there's a, a really sort of lavish uh, built-in home movie theater, which is pretty incredible. Um, I think of somebody like my coworker, Matt Miller, who's a huge movie guy, you know, having a place like this that he <laughs> could just watch all his <laughs> movies and how amazing that would be for him, you know. Um, yeah. But then, you know, from the sort of more traditional uh, vibe, it's got all this incredible Cyril Kolnick ironwork. You know, he was this uh, Milwaukee ironworker that, just this beautiful decorative artistic wrought iron at mansions and, and places all over town. Okay. Um, it's got really ornate ceilings, like great plaster work, huge fireplaces. The entry, when you walk in the entry, there's like straight ahead is this sweeping sort of like Scarlet O'Hara gone with the wind staircase. <laughs> so like It goes up to a landing with this huge window and then you could either go off to the left or to the right. And I often wonder like, some days you'd be like, I'm going to go to the left today. <laughs> right. And this is all underneath a, a big fresco on the ceiling, right? Yeah. When you get to the top of the stairs at, at the upper, the big open upstairs landing, there's a big fresco on the ceiling that looks like you're in some sort of Renaissance palazzo in, in Florence. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So, so apparently, you know, uh, Mrs. Eline was was very involved in, she had a lot of ideas about what she wanted. And it sounds like she probably got them. <laughs> Well, as we mentioned, this this amazing 1917 Elon Mansion is on the market right now at a you know, the handsome price tag of just under $7 million. And we've got lots of really incredible pictures from the inside of this mansion at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. In our extended conversation, we talk about this intersection of beer barons on this site. You want to give us a little tease about that, Bobby? Yeah. So, you know, this uh, the site that the home is built on was originally a resort, a lakefront resort owned by one local brewery. Uh, and then when that closed, they sold the land and subdivided it. And the owner that owned another major Milwaukee brewery bought this land and built this house. Well, as we mentioned, this is on the market for the, the price tag, a handsome price tag of just under $7 million, the Eline Mansion. We've got some stunning pictures at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast from Bobby's complete story. And coming up in the second part of the conversation, we're going to talk about this connection to another beer baron. 
intersections of beer barons here on this lakefront property, Bobby. Yeah, it's going to be it's it's an interesting uh, intersection between two of what were the world's largest brewers at the time. And we're both in Milwaukee. So we're going to talk about that next, plus the the amusement park that once existed on this very plot of land in our extended conversation next on Urban Spelunking. Radio Milwaukee runs on community support, and thanks to the Lacey Sadoff Foundation, we have a chance to unlock a $10,000 match, funding the podcast you love for a month to come. Double your support today at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate. And we are back on Urban Spelunking at this incredible Eline Mansion. As we mentioned, it's on the market right now for just about $7 million. And this has really been a, a place of... Um, luxury for for a long time. This was built in 1917, but right before that, it had this other connection to another beer baron. So let's unpack this story, Bobby. Where should we start? Let's start at the beginning. <laughs> 1889, Captain Pabst buys up buys up all this lakefront land in uh, Whitefish Bay and builds the Pabst Resort. Pabst Whitefish Resort, which is like a huge beer garden, and it's got park-like paths that you can walk around the lakefront. There's a pier so that you can take a steamer from downtown Milwaukee up to this um, to this resort. There's a Ferris wheel and a merry-go-round. So it's just supposed to be like a place people can get away and uh, from the grit and grime of the city and, and enjoy themselves along the lake. And was this open to the public or was it a resort? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was a resort. But I mean, you you know, it was open to anybody who I guess had the means to go. Got it. Okay, and it was called like the Pleasure Park, right? Yeah, it was a yeah, and Schlitz had its own park too, which we've talked about in a previous episode um, down on Walnut Street. There, there was okay. the uh, Schlitz Park. Yes, uh, yes, yes. So interestingly, though, so this was the the Pabst Whitefish Resort, and actually, if you go down there now, a couple of years ago, I went down by the water, and you can see where there's still a pier that looks like it might have been uh, a remnant of that. Uh, dock that was there. Oh, really? Cool. Uh, but otherwise, it's it's all gone. It closed and it operated from 1889 until 1914. Closed in 1914, and then the land was subdivided uh, to build houses on, which is so that whole section of Whitefish Bay right over there um, was formerly the resort, and it's now all houses. But one of the biggest plots, and maybe probably the biggest plot, is the three acres on which this Eline Mansion sits. Um, and of course, the Elines were the family that uh, owned Schlitz at that point. So Eline owned Schlitz, and yeah. they built this mansion on the biggest plot left over from this Pabst Resort slash amusement park with the Ferris wheel and everything, right? Yep, yep. But also, it's not the so it's the interesting like you know one sort of brewing family building on the land that was owned yeah. by this other brewing family. But what's also interesting is that both of these families there was a marriage between an Eline and a Pabst, oh, at, le- okay. at least at least one. Um, so it's it was not unprecedented. While there might have been friendly competition in the business, or maybe not even friendly, maybe unfriendly competition, who knows? They do seem to have all, you know, of course, moved in the same wealthy Milwaukee industrialist circles. So it sort of stands to reason they would intermarry, I guess. I suppose. I'm getting very, uh, like, Titanic vibes here. Um, <laughs> the wealthy families coming together. Well, if you think about it, it's, it sort of went Titanic when we lost Schlitz, right? And then we lost Pabst, so... It all, it, all, it all sank. <laughs> so the analogy is just perfect and morbid and horrible at the same time. But yes, exactly. Yeah, got it. But yeah. uh, the 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 families coming together. And how did you uncover that that detail of the story? Where did that pop up in your research? I'm trying to remember. Oh, you mean about the marriage? The marriage, and yeah, and just that this was this was on that site. But I had known the resort was there because I had written about it 
um, a few years back. Uh, okay. So then I just dug into some some beer history sources I have that explain. Oh, and, and actually Tom Faring uh, has a book uh, called Historic Whitefish Bay, and Tom is a historian that writes lots of great books about Milwaukee. Um, and he also talked about that connection there. A lot of your research is kind of piecing together this patchwork of sources that are not always the most clear and trying to find trying to find the Venn diagram of truth, I'd imagine. With, Absolutely with all right, because it's looking through a lot of different sources like, you know, old newspapers, like city directories, public records, all kinds of stuff that and books and other articles, you know, and sometimes when there's myths, mistruths, they get re regurgitated a lot. So like you said, a lot of it is trying to like sort of sort out. And it was perfect. The Venn, Venn diagram thing, you sort of lay it out and you look, see, well, that sort of fits with that, you know, and then you, you're able to kind of work out what seems to be <laughs> the truth. Might be a little better analogy than my Titanic one. Um, I don't know. I like them both. <laughs> okay, I like perfect. them both. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a step back and talk about the style of this mansion. We mentioned in the first half that there's a fresco at the top of this grand staircase. It's got kind of this Italianate uh, feel to it. And the mansion has, has been there since 1917. So it's, it's undergone some updating over time, but how would you describe the style of the architecture? It's like an, it's like a classic Italian Renaissance palazzo. And actually, if you look at the main picture on my story, um, it's actually looking from the direction of the lake towards the, towards the land. But, um, beyond the house, it looks like there's almost nothing. You can imagine it being sort of perched on the edge of, you know, Lake Como or something. Um, I mean, it really just looks like it's been moved out of Europe and plopped into Whitefish Bay. And you mentioned all that ironwork and, of course, the the details inside that staircase and the the mural. But what else sticks out? There's just incredible marble flooring, you know, just like everywhere you look. It's one of those places where every every place you look has details of some kind you know when you look at when you're to the top of the stairs at that landing there's like there's molding like really decorative moldings around all the ceilings like those they're called dental moldings they look like little teeth that's why they call them that okay some people have actually commented that it doesn't feel like a very comfortable or livable house because there's so much marble and plaster and sort of quote-unquote cold surfaces like it doesn't feel homey um but it definitely feels regal. You know, it, it definitely looks like a palace. And uh, I think most people would find a way to be comfortable there. <laughs> and I'd imagine if you if you can afford a you know $7 million mansion, you probably have a summer home somewhere else as well. And, yeah, right. Uh, probably a few things working. Well, what a cool tour and um, definitely the right home for the right kind of buyer coming in <laughs> at just under $7 million. Uh, of course, go see the pictures from the inside on, on Milwaukee.com. Bobby's got... Lots of great inside photos and more about that history of the E-Line Mansion. Again, this is this is about as good as it gets. Lake Drive, Whitefish Bay, Lake in Lexington yeah. on this stunning $7 million mansion. Well, more at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. We, we link to Bobby's complete story there. And make sure and follow us as well if you don't already subscribe to Urban Spelunking. We've got a new episode about a different Milwaukee location every week. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and, of course, your membership. And if you could, just take a moment to rate and review the podcast. That really helps us out a lot. Next week, Bobby, we, we're going to another pretty ornate location. This is a, not a mansion, but a apartment tower that 
when it was built, it was pretty incredible and still is uh, a destination today. Where are we going next week? We're going to the Cudahy Tower Apartments, which, uh, you know, was luxury when it was built. And, you know, the, the side I spent the most time visiting was the condo side. And we'll explain that next week. Um, but that's still pretty darn luxurious. All right. Looking forward to it. Talk to you soon, Bobby. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Thanks.